Welcome to the Undomesticated Housewife Podcast. I'm Stacy, and I am a mess, but I am also fearfully and wonderfully made by God, and I am on a journey to glorify Him in everything that I do so that I can serve my family well, love my friends deeply, and grow closer to the Lord. Whatever season you're in right now, I invite you to join me so that we can steward our gifts and abilities together and navigate the crazy chaos of being a mom, wife, and woman. Let's do this. I want to invite you to join me as I slow down and reflect on the birth and coming of Christ. Cozy up with your kiddos and your families, get some tea, hot cocoa, whatever you like, as we read through the book of Luke every single day leading up to Christmas Eve. Following each reading, I will share some simple and practical tips to create an atmosphere of peace, comfort, and joy in your home this holiday season. Luke chapter 2, The Birth of Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. This first registration took place while Quirinius Quirinius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was one of the house and family line of David. So to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Hi, Tommy. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the city of David, a Savior, bless you, a Savior has been born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. What am I doing? I'm reading the Bible. Bible. What? I'm learning about Jesus. Sir? Yeah. Yeah, okay, hush your buns. I'm going to finish reading, okay? This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to the people he favors. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After seeing them, they reported the message that they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. When the eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived. When the days of their purification according to the law of Moses were finished, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. 
Every firstborn male will be dedicated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to Israel's consolation, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, he entered the temple. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform for him, as was customary under the law, Simeon took him up in his arms, praised God, and said, Now, Master, you can dismiss your servant in peace, as you promised, for my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence of all peoples, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles, and glory to your people Israel. His father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed him and told his mother Mary, Indeed, this child is destined to cause the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed. And a sword will pierce your own soul, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Tommy, would you like to come sit by me? Come here. There was also a prophetess, Anna, a daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was well along in years, having lived with her husband, oh, I skipped a page, seven years after her marriage, and was a widow for 84 years. She did not leave the temple, serving God night and day with fasting and prayers. At that very moment, she came up and began to thank God and to speak about him to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had completed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The boy grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom, and God's grace was on him. Every year his parents traveled to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When he was 12 years old, they went up according to the custom of the festival. After those days were over, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents did not know it. Assuming he was in the traveling party, they went a day's journey. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all those who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked them. Didn't you know that it was necessary for me to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother kept all these things in her heart, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with people. That is it for chapter two. It would not be the Undomesticated Housewife podcast if we did not have some kind of... That's my child snoring. If we did not have some kind of toddler interruption, which is fine. I love it. That is my life. And I'm here to share with you all. <laughs> That's it for the reading. Tomorrow, December 3rd, we will come back with chapter three of Luke. But before that, I want to share another little encouragement for the holiday season. 
yesterday I shared a tip on how to create like a really comfortable um, atmosphere of gratitude in your home during the holiday season, which is to get your family together and to go around and just say something that you're grateful for, like coming in with a total appreciation, no expectations kind of thing. Today is less of a tip and more of an encouragement, specifically for you mamas out there. Mamas, I understand the feeling of wanting to have a perfectly curated, decorated home, perfect for the holiday season, Pinterest-worthy type decor, okay? I get it. I want that. I have a style in my head. But here's my encouragement for you today. Don't let your expectation of what you think looks good in your home take away from the special moments you can be having with your family. What do I mean by that? I mean, if you have decorations within arm's reach of a little toddler that you do not want to touch those decorations, my tip for you, save the stress, save the drama of telling them no and redirecting all day long, and just put something there that they can play with instead. Whether it is more aesthetically pleasing or not is totally irrelevant. I want to encourage you to really step away from this like curated aesthetic and just really make it special for your kids and for your family. And you know what? By doing this, not only will your kids get to enjoy the season more in your home and enjoy the things that you are putting on the table or putting on the shelves or whatever it might be, but you are also going to save yourself so much stress and so much drama. So that is my encouragement for you today. Decorate so that you guys can play. I know it sounds tacky. I know it sounds weird. Might not work for everyone, but that's my encouragement for anybody that's struggling with the stress of the home decor that you don't want to get messed up. Give yourself permission. Let it go. Let some things go. Compromise in some areas to keep the peace in your home. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Love y'all, and we will read again tomorrow. Friend, thank you for joining in this conversation. You can find a new episode every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as other streaming services that will be linked in the description. I encourage you to head over to my Instagram at underscore undomesticated.housewife underscore. Join the community and let's do this.